Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Powell. For this episode of the Classical Guitar LPs podcast, we'll be listening to the great John Williams, and this recording is called John Williams Plays 20 Studies for Guitar by Fernando Soar. It's on the Westminster record label, XWN19039. The recording's from 1963, and it's going to be a great experience. So thanks for listening, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Thanks for joining us on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. So it took about into the third season here for me to deliver a recording to you all that I am actually a little bit underwhelmed with. That would be that would be this record here. I've I had always heard about this recording, uh, reading in, in you know in different guitar biographies and in. Not that I was searching for this recording, but this recording was always mentioned when I was researching other things for like recital programs or, or whatnot, uh, both, both when I was uh, in undergrad and, and graduate school. So sometimes you go ahead and do that, you know, you get, you get little nuggets to, from, from record jackets and, and whatever uh, to write out your own recital programs. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's, it's sort of the, the icing on the cake to preparing a nice program for people to listen to. Anyway, I had commented earlier this was from the 1963 Westminster recording uh, label. This is from the time when John Williams and Andres Segovia can be mentioned in the same conversation, and one was, in essence, a student of the other one. And so so there was a time where where John Williams was was receiving tutelage from Segovia. Um I I I've looked a little bit into this. There's a really nice biography out there on uh on John Williams. I would I would tell you to check that out. I know I've referenced it very very specifically in one of the earlier episodes uh where we hear the music of John Williams and I tell you to read it and check it out. Um as a as a student myself I always thought, well, what what's the big problem? You know, why why is there this this rift between the Segovia camp and the John Williams camp? I mean, who, you know, and I I always took it that John Williams was maybe the one being the jerk. And let me just say this, uh being a parent myself now and reading that biography, um now I I am not aware of any Segovia biographies that explain their side of it but I do know that there's there's uh there's two sides to every story I was hearing the information from people that were in the Segovia camp about John Williams after reading that biography and after being a parent myself of two uh lovely children I can totally understand why there might be some animosity and so I would just invite you to to read that and you can make up your mind yourself on it so in any case this recording, what I am underwhelmed with, uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of pops and crackles. This is an old mono. Um, this is an old mono recording, and I I do want to thank my friend Joe Diaz for loaning these out. Uh, this is one of Joe's records that he let me uh, borrow. It it it's a great record. It's a great record. I love hearing uh, the playing of John Williams. I love playing uh, hearing the playing of John Williams playing Fernando Soar. It's it's not not always a treat that we get. You know we we. We get to hear tons of recordings of John Williams play the magic flute variations, but this is some real what we call didactic or 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 studies, and it's great to hear his playing on it. Now, what I, what I'm what I'm underwhelmed with is is this. 
Again, I had said that the pops and hisses, it, it's really a noisy record that I can't do much about. I also can't do much about how John Williams plays them. I, I don't know that we hear a tremendous range of dynamic levels. There's not a lot of contrast. He just sort of plays the music. I don't want to use the word sequencer or computer. I just want to say those so you have that a little bit of an idea in your head. John Williams just puts this out there. Like I say, I don't think there's a huge range of of loud louds and soft softs. There is certainly not a tremendous amount of coloration uh, in the playing with regard to Dolce Ponticello. Um, they're just simply played. Is this a bad thing? Mm, not necessarily, um, but it's it's certainly not. It's certainly not. This recording is not a featurette in in musical interpretation. This is simply notes and rests, and I guess that's what I am saying in terms of a criticism of it. So take that, listen to it, enjoy. Side one is is pretty pretty cut and dry. It's numbers one through thirteen. The highlights that I would throw out there, um, gosh, you know what what study do you pick and choose? <sighs> My goodness, I, I love number three, of course. I love number four, number five, number six. There is some scratching damage in number five, unfortunately. At the time of me recording this, I have not yet attempted to edit the skips that are going. I keep saying scratching. They're skips where, you know, where the groove gets caught and it keeps playing the same thing over and over again. And I will do my best to take that out so it happens like once or twice. Um at the time when I was listening to it, I was across the room and, and tried to tried to manually fix it. And anyway, there, it's a little bit of a goof up in there, but we'll we'll give it our best shot. So side one is studies number one through thirteen. You've heard me rant and rave about about this recording, so please enjoy. This is side one of John Williams plays twenty studies for guitar by Fernando Sor. Enjoy. Thank you. 
and we're now ready to flip over to side two. I'll make a few comments before we do that, however. Side two is going to have numbers 14 through 20. Um, what, what I will say uh, is, is what I really like hearing in this playing is sort of just how the music flows. I will say that the flow of the music is, is very, very, very well done. And I especially like hearing uh, study number 19, uh, the, the one in B flat. I, will, I love hearing John Williams' uh, take on this. So, you know, does he, does he play things a little dry in this one? Sure, sure, I would say he does. Uh, I'm also not really a fan of, of the guitar tone uh, per se itself. I Now, we are we I have <laughs> I have talked on this program before how much I, I do enjoy John Williams playing and 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 I I need to qualify that statement I like John Williams playing with the Smallman guitars that's what I really like that that really speaks to me for for some uh, for some reason now he was not playing the Smallman guitars in the 1950s I don't know what type of guitar he was playing at this time. Um, my supposition is that it, it's it's you know, who, who knows? It could have been when he it, when he was playing the flata. I I, I really don't know. Um, does the guitar sound a little a little dead to me? I, I I don't know what the what the adjective is. There's just something about the actual tone that I don't like. However, number nineteen, I think John Williams rocks it. I think he does a really good job on it. That one is really a piece that that is quite a technical challenge, and I just I love to hear music that is not easy to play played in a manner that sounds effortless. That's how I'll say that. And so I really enjoy John Williams playing, especially of Study Number Nineteen by Fernando Sor. Uh, with that, now I will say that this. Uh, the back of this record is is really a a great uh, a great little history lesson. There's a lot of great information on the back of here. Um, you know, one of the things I I almost could do is is just read these read these record jackets as episodes because there it's a lot of great information. Um, it's just it's kind of interesting. This is again during the time when when there is at least probably the most harmony between uh, Andres Segovia and John Williams, and so that uh, you know there's even an Andres Segovia quote on on the back of here too. So uh, here here's the bio on John Williams at this point. Again, this record was from 1963. Uh, here we go. Born in Melbourne, Australia in 1941, John Williams began to play the guitar when almost seven years old, taught by his father, a guitarist and teacher of the instrument. John showed unusual dexterity and was taken to meet Segovia when the family went to London in 1952. Segovia, greatly impressed with the young man's facility, gave him lessons and strongly recommended that John undertake full musical training as well as scholarship at the Academia Musicala Cignana in Siena, Italy. I'm sure I butchered uh, the name of that school, where the famous guitarist taught. Since then, the kindness and generosity of the master has been continuous and inspiring, and he has paid many handsome tributes to his pupil. So, <laughs> as I said, written and released in the time of, of harmony. There's one more paragraph I'll finish with here. While in Siena in 1958, John Williams had a unique and unprecedented honor suggested by his fellow pupils and encouraged by Segovia, the first complete solo recital by a pupil of any instrument. After the final recital, Andres Segovia said, and we've talked about this, this quote before, 
A prince of the guitar has arrived in the musical world. John Williams. God has laid a finger on his brow, and it will not be long before he becomes a byword in England and abroad, thus contributing to the spiritual domain of his race. I hail this young artist of merit on the occasion of his first important public performance and make the heartfelt wish that success, like his shadow, may accompany him everywhere. Andres Segovia. Thanks for listening and enjoy side two.
Thank you.
Thank you.